Alright, and we are live. Welcome. This is the first podcast, episode, part, whatever you want to call it, of Working Name TMI. Um, yep. Haven't come up with the actual words to fill in the acronym yet, but that's what we're working with so far. Could change in the future. We don't know. Yeah, so I am your co- first co-host, uh, Jacob. I'm... I am joined by our second co-host. Would you like to introduce yourself? I am Cyrus. That is my name. I am the second co-host of this podcast, which is, we're really just starting out and things might change later on. We might change some stuff up, but right now we're just talking. Yeah, right now we're just figuring out. um, So we're not going to be very good at this. This is our first time ever doing a podcast and we just wanted to try try our hand at it. So Today's topic for TMI is superpowers, which ones are better than others, and if there is a best superpower without any asterisks or like additional powers that you just kind of assume come along with them. Yeah, because if you, if you think about superpowers that people think would be awesome, if you really start thinking about them in reality, they're much different and would require sort of what, what I call asterisks or what we call asterisks, which are required secondary powers in order to make it not kill you in horrible and horrifying ways. Yes. So you had an example of one of these asterisk superpowers, and I forget what it was. Would you? Do you remember? Um, it was stopping time, I believe. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, which which sounds great to be able to be able to stop time. I think I was obsessed with that power for a while. I would just think about it whenever I would daydream, where if like if I was in this moment, if I could stop time, and but I would still be able to move. What would I be able to do? Um. And it sounds great in theory, but if you think about it, there are a lot of problems that come with it, such as you wouldn't be able to see necessarily because photons aren't moving and going into your eyes. Uh, You wouldn't be able to move because you're walking into stationary atoms. Um, And yeah, you would age during the time. No one else would. So if you, I don't know, spend one third third of your life in that stopped uh, sort of while time is stopped, then you'd be one third older than everyone else which would add up throughout the years and you'd be, mm-hmm. have gray hair when you're 40 definitely definitely yeah. so um that's one of those asterisk superpowers and we have been discussing off podcast um how some of the way some of those asterisks like the ability to you know move and have kind of time move around you and you know if you're moving into atoms that's actually stationary atoms that's you're just creating fusion at which point you know bad things will happen Mm -hmm. the universe won't be very happy with you (laughs) so we were kind of discussing how stopping time could you could kind of think of time as a fluid a river almost how you know think of all existence as this great valley and time is an infinite number of rivers moving through this valley and you know being able to stop time would be kind of like freezing this river and freezing freezing rather this fluid around you and how know mm-hmm. you would be perhaps a piece of charcoal being dropped in that frozen river melting in a sense the frozen time around you allowing you to move and the particles around in a close vicinity around you to move but everybody else stays frozen yeah. Now, this doesn't get around the fact that everybody would stop aging and you would continue aging but it does mean that you're no longer you know breaking as many rules <laughs> of the universe i suppose um so that's one of those asterisk powers and you know that's one of the ways you can think about stopping time and how to kind of get around that but again you know that has those asterisks of you know time being unfrozen in a close like a bubble around you mm-hmm. um yeah you're sort of covered in a like if you're a piece of charcoal in the frozen river like 
uh, if if that doesn't work for you, then you're sort of covered in a blanket of time moving, but the blanket is like skin tight, um, and so time moves like very close to you, but nowhere mm-hmm. else. And so I don't know. That would that would raise some problems, I guess, if you're trying to uh, touch or move stationary objects that are larger than the the moving river around you. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe that would raise some issues, but. If you can just move around and stop time, like, I feel like many people will be okay with that. Yeah. Just as a power. Yeah. <laughs> uh, once with. again, that those are those many asterisks. Where one of my favorite superpowers that doesn't, I don't believe involves many asterisks, is teleportation. Yeah. Um, Jacob, Jacob's a fan of teleportation. Um, I wasn't really, because I thought, like, transportation really isn't one of my life's biggest worries. Um, but I am, I, I don't really spend much time, uh, much of my time of my life in a car as he does and so i can understand where he where he's coming from <laughs> should we make mention that we are in fact high school students yeah we're, oh, yeah. we're high school students yes <laughs> so these are going to be very you know amateur i guess you could say um, mm-hmm. ideas and thoughts so it's really just you know, putting them out there in the world but yeah so i spend a good amount of time in the car because where i go to school is an hour away from where i live i won't mention any names because you know the internet and all that but um <laughs> So I spend a decent amount of time in the car because all my friends are an hour away, my school's an hour away. So the idea of teleportation is very nice to me. <laughs> and it's another one of those superpowers that really doesn't have a lot of asterisks around it. Granted, the, I guess the primary one would be, you know, what kind of teleportation. And when I think about it, there are two main kinds. And that would be matter reconstruction, or deconstruction, reconstruction rather, or wormhole. And to think about this, you... Um, to put this in contemporary terms, you could say um, matter reconstru- deconstruction reconstruction is kind of like the Star Trek transporter, where wormhole is more of like a Doctor Strange or Big Hero 6 style of teleportation. Oh, right. Big Hero 6 used that, too. Yeah. Yeah. Very underappreciated movie, in my opinion. Yeah, it was great. Um, but that's not the topic for today. That, that's <laughs> another topic for another day. Um but matter deconstruction reconstruction teleportation is the idea that you deconstruct whatever you're trying to teleport transport the matter to a different location via i don't know like cable like fiber optic cable i guess (laughs) something like that and then at the new location the matter is reconstructed into identical copy of whatever you're trying to transport if it's a rock you know same structure of the rock or if it's human hopefully you know that same human and you know that continues continues to be alive and retain all of their memories yeah the i don't know the big, biggest asterisk for me in teleportation is the sense of identity but i'll, mm-hmm. I'll get through that after you explain the doctor yeah. strange and then we come to wormhole teleportation which is you know thinking of if we think of space time as a piece of paper it's bending that piece of paper so two points are right next to each other and then you put a little pin pick through and you can travel back and forth so kind of what kind of like what happens in Doctor Strange where he opens up the portals with his sling ring or in Big Hero 6 with the Silent Sparrow teleporters. Um, I prefer this method because it has a a lot less can go wrong. I mean, a lot can still go wrong, but a lot <laughs> less. Um, yeah. I mean, you're still talking about wormholes, but at least you're not talking yeah. about breaking down the atoms of your body. Yes. Um, so a lot less can go wrong and, you know, it would make so much... A lot lot of things a lot easier um shipping would be a lot easier you know just people's day-to-day lives being able to get from one place to another rather quickly just 
means a lot less time. Cars or ships and planes would become obsolete. Mm. Um, a lot less pollution because of it. You wouldn't need to manufacture gasoline or cars or anything for that matter. Granted, that could really mess up the global economy, but this is... Oh, yes. <laughs> we're talking about teleportation here, so that's kind of a, a big what-if. Um, but... Yeah. Some of the ups and downs of these two methods, I mean, you, as we mentioned previously, matter deconstruction, reconstruction means that, you know, if you're reconstructing a person, there's a very high likelihood... I'm saying very high. I don't actually have any statistics to back this up. <laughs> but there's a, there's a non-zero chance, I would imagine that you know the the thing you're reconstructing isn't reconstructed properly and if you're doing mm -hmm. something like a brick that's not a big deal it's a brick <laughs> but if you're doing it's still going to build a wall <laughs> but if you're doing something like say a human and you don't don't reconstruct them properly well then you have issues and i would assume lawsuits yes and that i mean it depends on which part isn't being re reconstructed properly because like if you don't if someone loses a finger, then, like, that's a problem. You should get that sorted out. But if, if part of your brain changes, brain chemistry, or, like, any any synapses in your brain get messed up because of that teleportation, then your brain and your is sort of where you keep who you are, and so that's going to mess you up whether or not you're still the same person um, after the teleportation um, is, is going to be up in the air. And also, with deconstruction and reconstruction, what, what I think is that... Uh, where it comes to mind is that like if you break down the atoms of someone's body and then reconstruct them even if you reconstruct them perfectly is is that person still you a sort of ship of theseus ish yes. sort of question and you know i don't want to dive too deep into the whole ship of theseus oh, thing oh no neither do i <laughs> yeah because that both of us have a strong disliking for that whole thought experiment and mm. that might be a topic for another day if we're feeling adventurous yeah mm. um if, well, if we if we hate ourselves, we can we can do that. No, if we hate, if we are in a particular self-hating mood, yeah. um, but you know, that's that's another discussion for another day. So, yeah. with those big asterisks around, you know, matter deconstruction, reconstruction, it just seems like wormholes are a better way of going, and the amount of energy required, you know, for either one would be monstrous, astronomical, beyond, yeah. astronomical beyond our capabilities today, oh, yeah. but. You know, I, I like to think of matter reconstruction, decon deconstruction, reconstruction, rather. I need to get that right. <laughs> I will get it right one day. Yep. Um, that can be your superpower. <laughs> um, but that that's kind of like a like a like um, an interest, kind of like increasing interest kind of thing, where wormholes are kind of a flat rate, where, you know, teleporting a rock, like a pebble with deconstruction, reconstruction, would require a lot less energy than, you know, opening up a wormhole and tossing the pebble through. But if you wanted to, sh say, move it like a shipping container, uh, I would assume, I, again, don't have any numbers because this is all theoretical. Yeah. Uh, moving a deconstruction, reconstruction, moving a shipping crate would probably be a lot more energy than just opening up a wormhole big enough for one to move through. So you, ha you have to look at, you know, what you're moving and how, where you want to move it to and, you know, the energy required for that. But... You know, on just a person-to-person -person basis, you know, the ability to open wormholes would, you know, just make one, make one lives very easy, assuming that the wormhole, you know, doesn't swallow the world or something. Yeah. yeah. So. Okay, you you brought up something earlier that I thought was was interesting, which is which is when you said um, how it would affect the economy if everyone had teleportation, and so I feel like it's it's a very different 
sort of thought experiment if you think if I had this power versus if everyone had this power. Because That's very true. teleportation, like, you would just be the only one who could teleport. Everyone would still have cars. But if everyone could teleport, you'd have to have systems in place like every place would have. It would be like the flu powder network in Harry Potter. You'd have to have set uh, places in each location where people could teleport to. Um, and, and again, it would affect the economy massively. Um, I mean, there's also... There's what's what's the uh thing you can do once you turn like 18 or 17 apparate apparate yeah. yeah exactly so yeah that i never really got that in harry potter why you know they needed flu powder if people could just apparate uh, because apparating is dangerous you can splint yourself like it's it's basically like deconstruction reconstruction but like but like poorly done because you're the one in control while you're teleporting so if you don't have that sort of mentality then you can kill yourself i guess that's true pretty easily Okay. Yeah, I, I guess I'm, I'm not <laughs> super well-versed in Harry Potter, so... The worst thing you can do with flu powder is turn up in Nocturne Alley and... Because if you say something incorrectly. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, this is getting kind of off-topic, <laughs> I mean, but yeah. that's to be expected. So, back to superpowers and asterisks. Um, so, we were discussing, you know, what would be the best superpower, the best superpower that didn't require those asterisks. So, we, we think we've nailed it down to probably teleportation... But, you know, we just discussed some of those, so... Yeah. So what are some other ones, do you think, that would be, you know, good mm. superpowers without all those asterisks? Hmm. Okay, well, let's let's go with the... Let's go down the common ones. People like flight. People are a big fan of flight. People are obsessed with flight, actually. Um, for centuries in humans. Um, but... Okay, so you have to think about what, what kind of flight. Mm. True. Uh, would you have to... Would you be able to levitate? Is it really just glorified levitating, or do you have to actually put effort into it? Um, would it be like a type of a type of exercise, really, like flapping arms like birds do, or do you just Superman style it out of the window? Yeah, <laughs> kind of like an old the old joke, you know. I just flew in from Philadelphia, and boy, my arms are tired. Kind yeah, of thing. like would uh, your arms actually be tired? <laughs> yeah. So, or would it be like a physical thing? So, those are a couple of those asterisks for flight. Also, you have to think about you know pressure differences between you know on the ground versus the ozone that's layer a, that's a big one yeah. like one of the biggest problems with climbing everest other than it's a bloody tall mountain is that you know you run out of oxygen once <laughs> you get near the top and you know when you also look cold as we've seen in iron man and just in general you know getting up in that you know that high in the atmosphere yeah. you know you drop temperature you've got thinner oxygen and mm -hmm. air and just and uh, you, you feel that in a plane, just when you go on an airplane. Yeah, the pressure differences, they have to have pressurized cabins and, you know, insulated cabins, so... Also, how would you see when you're flying? Like, depending on how fast you're flying, human eyes really aren't made to withstand, I don't know, a lot of speed. Like, you'd be looking directly into a wind tunnel. Yeah. Uh, and trying to, like, still perceive things yeah. fine. Yeah, I... That would be difficult. I would imagine ski... It, I, rather, I imagine flying would be a lot like skiing without goggles. Yeah. Because, you know, you're, you're moving very quickly, it's very cold, um, you don't have a lot of, you know, oxygen at your disposal, and, you know, you've got that wind battering your skin and your eyes, and it's just, I, th I imagine it would be rather difficult, you need something special to, you know, um, to keep yourself safe in those conditions, and at mm -hmm. that point you're just a small one-man plane, essentially, yeah, you're just that doesn't per require... Your personal drone. Yeah, <laughs> that doesn't require gas. And, um and again, if we look at the mass, everyone having it versus just you having it, flight is one of the, the biggest examples of that. If you could fly and just you could fly, 
things are pretty okay as long as you get rid of all those asterisks. But if everyone can fly, it's just like cars in the air, really. You have to have systems, you have to have traffic lights. Like, you couldn't just have chaos in, like, in the city, everyone flying to their work. I mean, you know, a person running into another person, depending on the speed, isn't as bad as, say, a plane versus a, a plane. True. Because the size of the objects colliding and the speed at which... Um, Surprise mid-air hug. Yeah, <laughs> um, we can look at something like Dragon Ball Z if you want. Like, oh, I don't, I don't know Dragon Ball Z. Oh well, um, basically people can fly. Oh. I don't know why they never really explain why. You know, just having being really strong means you can levitate. Oh, of course. Um, <laughs> but that's one of those powers that you know, it's got those asterisks. Is where if you you know thinking about it, you know, being able to fly is really cool. But you know, mm-hmm. what does that actually mean? What comes along with it? Um, what are some other ones, like... Super strength. Super strength, yeah. Um, Which is, it's just, it's really vague, if you're thinking about it. Like, yeah. it, it, it's hard to nail down those asterisks, because you're not really sure what super strength necessarily means. Does that mean, like, you know, super strength, you can think of as, like, you know, bodybuilders have super strength, but they also have to have, like, insane muscles to be able to move that amount of, you know, mm-hmm. that, all the, all that matter. So are your muscles just more dense can they do more with less as it were yeah um you know what happens when like, you tear stuff and oh yeah that'd be horrible yeah there's there's a reason that the human body yeah. was not meant to lift cars and that's because the human body was not meant to lift cars and so if your superpower is being able to lift cars and you have to really think about how that's going to affect your body and if, yeah. if the superpower yeah. actually affects it on like that bodily level or if it's just going to be like hey you mm-hmm. can lift a car uh, have fun with having no arms for the rest of your life yeah and also you know you know move sustaining that strength you know is that like a, is it just a perpetual thing are you just naturally that strong yeah do you, and, have to, do, you have, do you still have to go to the gym yeah and like do you have to feed that energy because you know moving that much matter and moving muscles is like the pneumatics on a um, on a backhoe, you know, there's an immense amount of force that needs to be generated, and that ha- that energy has to come from somewhere. So do you have to eat more mm. to sustain that level of energy to move that much? Yeah. Um, this is why I feel super strength is pretty vague. Like people yeah. say, like super strength, I could like punch a wall and stuff, but it's like also oh, like what happens get into to it? your skin? Like yeah, like you know, being able to punch down a wall is all fine and dandy until you know you realize you know that's an insane amount of contact with your skin yep and you know you'll bloody your nut like i'm not gonna just go and punch a concrete wall and my knuckles will be destroyed and you know you know does super strength mean you know super strong muscles then what happens to your bones like mm-hmm. exactly there are plenty of cases where you know professional athletes will hurt themselves not because they tore muscles but because they broke bones under the immense strength is sorry mm-hmm. your skeletal structure also insanely strong yeah like, like the muscles will stay intact, but they'll just like they'll squeeze so hard they just break the bone. I feel like I feel like the superpowers that are body enhancements or body changes are really the ones with the most asterisks, inevitably, because your human body was meant and you have been you have evolved to do exactly what you're doing right now. You can train to get better at it, but if if you can run, then you were meant to run, and if you have super speed then like you you weren't meant to run that fast so like mm. you should probably ease it down on the body enhancements superpowers yeah, i don't yeah i i agree with you i think they're very vague and mm-hmm. like how they actually affect your body yeah so uh but you just mentioned super speed something like the flash or quicksilver 
something that I'd like I always like to talk about when talking about super speed is time dilation. Ooh. Because um, basically, the faster you go, the slower you are affected by time. That's why um, you know astronauts are affected differently because they're moving at uh, such a rapid pace. Yeah. And you know why. Now, this time dilation would mean that you age as long as you're going faster and faster the slower you will age and you know things will move faster around you as it were so you know you are effectively moving through time slower than the people around you so how does that affect your life yeah that it also affects mass if i'm not misremembering because if you if you think e is equal to mc squared that's true yeah then it's gonna it's it's You'd have to become more massive the faster you go. If if I'm not messing that up, I might be messing that up. So we're not going to get more into that yeah. particular one. Um, I mean, you know, just you know, if you go really simple, there's friction. Yeah, friction indeed. <laughs> like you know, uh, at what point are Depending. you just moving against the air so quickly that you just like rip apart your body? I mean, th- they kind of explain that way in the Flash, where you know he is supposed to have this like. His suit is supposed to, like, reduce the amount of friction produced, but, I mean, you're still... Also Dash from The Incredibles. Yeah, I mean, true. Yeah, I haven't yeah. seen The Incredibles in a while, so oh, that's yeah, not that's fresh a in my mind. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, no, just the amount of air you're displacing, you're gonna, you know, you're gonna create friction, you're gonna create jag, and you're gonna produce heat on yourself, but you're also going to, you know, move... That moving the air around you could have serious effects on, you know, the atmosphere around you yeah. as you're moving you absolutely know, um there's a reason why you know when a car going faster than you move, goes by you it kind of rattles your car because mm-hmm. it's displacing that air and that dis- that displaced air has to go somewhere yep you, every time you're driving next to a truck you you know exactly how that feels yeah yeah um so what's what's another ooh invisibility oh invisibility ooh. how do people feel about invisibility because oh. everyone loves invisibility right one, I've never gotten why invisibility is a very practical because, you know, you're still there. Yeah. And it's... you can still make physical contact. Mm-hmm. I guess, I don't know. And is it like... Harry Potter would be a big fan of it, but... I mean, well, that's the thing. It does invisibility as in, you know, invisibility cloak invisibility or uh, Incredibles invisibility where, you know, your physical yeah. body can that's become... Actually, that's where I got it, yeah. Yeah, um, <laughs> um so... I know in the Incredibles, you know, her suit is designed to, you know, work with her power, so become her invisible with her. Yeah. Yeah. Where in Harry Potter, you know, just put on the cloak, and we're are we talking about like, and you know, what kind of invisibility are we talking about? Like. Yeah. Um, I know in the Avengers, you know, the helicarriers are invisible, functionally invisible because you know they they. Um, Masking technology. Yeah, it's like it's like an advanced form of camouflage almost. Mm, yeah, which is really like the. The version of invisibility that has the least the problems, least, yeah, with, yeah, the with least physics. asterisks yeah. to it and mm-hmm. physics, you know. And I'm not, I'm not very well versed in how the science of that actually works because I know, I know. I don't think Marvel is either. <laughs> <laughs> I know that there is actually some sound science behind that version of invisibility, that oh, advanced yeah. camouflage, but I'm not really sure because it. I think it has to do with like LED displays and like basically yeah, your taking taking like only reflecting yeah. certain wavelengths but i'm not, yeah. not really sure how that yeah i'm not i'm not sure how work. that works so that, that's another one of those like you yeah. know 
that's more of like a thing of science. So mm-hmm. yeah, and I'm if, not... if we were well well versed in it, we could mm-hmm. probably discuss like if you just yourself become invisible, mm-hmm. that sort of classic invisibility. Mm-hmm. Um, then we could probably more possibly discuss like photons, like how they mm-hmm. pass through you, mm-hmm. um, and that sort of thing. If we were more well versed in that, but yeah, invisibility is one that you have to think pretty hard about. Yeah, how that would work. So yeah. again, more asterisks is, um, as it were, and mm-hmm. you know, if, if anybody is more well versed. Uh, in this stuff than us feel free to share your ideas in the comments we would um, love that yeah we i mean the whole point of this is to just di- um promote discussion i guess yeah. you could say that that's the yeah. main purpose and it just really gives us a chance to talk about some of the harebrained ideas that we have on a day-to-day basis yeah so and we're know. starting the superpowers because there's already plenty of discussion on superpowers we're just adding our little two cents and yeah yeah giving so, our thoughts about it yeah so once again this is our opinions that's you know why i keep saying you know i don't i'm not very well versed in this and you know I don't know the science behind it because yeah opinions and that i think that should be a pretty big disclaimer for this entire series yep. <laughs> unless you know i say that i have a specific thing that i'm citing most of this or almost yeah. all of this is going to be opinion and based just, and just like what we know so far like we didn't yeah. we didn't research this yeah no this is we didn't look up s- superpowers and required secondary superpowers we didn't go on tvtropes.com or anything yeah um, yeah so opinions yeah don't get well i guess you can get mad of mad at us for our oh opinions. feel free that's yeah that's yeah the point. no, no. <laughs> but um try to keep it a civil discourse i would say okay got any uh seconded got any more uh superpowers hmm. we've got super speed invisibility hmm. super strength Dang. teleportation flight flight stopping time stopping time yeah that was um, that was always my favorite i'm sad to see that go yeah <laughs> um I guess you could talk about, you know, control over different things, like control over gravity or, um, like, fire. Or... Oh, yeah, like, would that would that be a method for flight? Control control over gravity? I guess that would sort of encompass flight, but... Yeah. Um, be more be more helpful. Yeah, controlling gravity is one that's always intrigued me ever since I was little, and I say that like I'm older, but I'm, like, <laughs> I'm still a teen. But, yeah. you know, ever, but I guess ever it still applies ever since I was a kid, controlling gravity... I. I mean, it's always been a thing um, that I've been interested in. See, I would never want that power because I'd be terrified. Like, controlling yeah. gravity, I'd end up on the ceiling and having no way to get down. And God forbid if I was outside. Yeah, I mean, I think... I don't I trust first, myself enough to give me that power. I think I first got interested in, you know, controlling gravity superpower from Bionicles, actually. Oh, jeez. That's a throwback that's to... That's a hell of a callback. 2005. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, one of, like, the villain Bionicles were, like, these little rolling ball things, and I remember that one of them had the power to control gravity. There was, like, this group of four or five that were, like, elite, and they, they had, like, control over time and gravity and stuff. Ooh. Um, so, you know, gravity dilation, like, how extensive are your powers in that? Like, yeah. can you, and, like, just, what does it mean to control gravity? Does that mean you're just increasing the mass of the, you know, area around a specific thing like oh so you're not reversing gravity you can just control gravity yeah yeah i mean okay yeah i mean if you're going to very simply put you know reverse gravity i mean is it only affecting that one person or like just Mm -hmm. like a pillar throughout all of existence and at that point does like the entire ground just reverse because if it was a pillar then like it would affect the opposite side of yeah the wherever you're like yeah. if, if you're doing it straight up if you're just levitating your computer then god forbid whoever's on the other side of the earth just sitting down 
Yeah, or you just say, you know, and like tap your tap your like a brick or something. I'm just gonna go with a brick because it's pretty easy to imagine a brick. Yes. Just like touch it and say, boom, this is no longer affected by normal gravity. It's like it's on the moon or something and you can just move it around as if it was on the moon. Yeah. Do you, you have to, do you have to go to the moon and tap it again in order to make it fall back down? I I don't think so. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise that'd be very impractical. Um yeah, does it yeah. at that point are you then changing the the density of that object? Yeah. That's true. And, you know, you know, say oh, I want that person to be, you know. I feel like that would be the easiest way to go about it. Changing just, the, changing the density. So, so rather than changing the forces affected, but rather the density of stuff, so Yeah, cuz you don't want to mess with the force, the no, physical forces yeah. cuz that would be We do not have a <laughs> deep enough understanding of how gravity or anything fundamental like that works. And yeah. Yet to really understand, um, you know, how yeah. af- how effective that would be. But densities change all the time. No, no universe could, could yeah we can could bother with that. Be, yeah, it's much easier to wrap one's head around the idea of changing the density of an object. Mm-hmm. But then you have to get in, you know, the semantics around you know what constitutes as that object and yeah, you know, if if um if you change the density of a person, does that also change the clothes that they're wearing? Ooh. Or are they just, you know, they just constantly feel like being the, like they're being pulled up, but the clothes are keeping them down on the ground because the clothes' density didn't change. Ooh. So then you're just wow. Like, I didn't even I didn't even think of that. Yeah. So I was about to say I didn't even think of people wearing clothes, but <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a bit of a that that's that's a different show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, in the words of Mrs. Michaels. <laughs> Don't worry about it. True. Um, yeah, don't worry about that. Um, no. Yeah, changing densities. Yeah, you'd have to affect everything that the person like. You'd have to. You'd have to have a pretty. I'm gonna say intimate view of what the person is wearing because if they could have like a pocket watch, yeah, in one of their then, pockets, be like, okay, that person and their clothes, and it's like, oh, sorry, the pocket watch screwed you. Yeah, it's like and they're on the ground. I mean, yeah. So you you really have to be careful with like, because you know a lot of people wouldn't really think about it in this and we're say we're being nitpicky but you know the difference between being nitpicky and not can really like that could change yeah. the fate of the world when it comes to <laughs> things like gravity yeah. so that's the, the, the yeah the nitpicky details are where the genies get you when you're making your wishes yeah that's why you need a lawyer a genie <laughs> lawyer but oh, are those what genealogists are no, I know what a genealogist is. Please don't. No, I'm not that dumb. <laughs> that was a joke for all those out there who are ready to rage at me in the comments. If oh, we even they're, have they're raging the at you just because of that joke. I mean, probably, but moving on. Um, uh, yeah, uh, but would that also change the density of, like, your... I don't know. The density of what what you are is, like, density of a brain. That would be the number Ooh. of connections. Can you imagine changing the density of like people's inner organs? Like, what are you changing the density of if you change the density of a person? Because that could get messy, very messy, very fast. Yes. Again, so, those asterisks. Yep. They um, just they pop up. <laughs> and we could always go like the Gardevoir and Pokemon and just say, you know, they can open up black holes, but that's. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's. Yeah. We could go simpler and just open up some black holes. Um. Some miniature ones. Yeah, that's basically what it tiny. does. Um, Who? Yeah, I wouldn't want to get into black holes. What about you know X Men like um, psychic abilities? Psychic abilities. Ooh. Well, like 
Ooh. We have telekinesis. We already ha- oh telekinesis. You know people people like that, and I'm I'm not I really never... sure what the asterisks would be because it's just yeah, it's, it's such it's such a fantastical power. It's something yeah. that's not really based off of reality. That like yeah like how controlling does... things with your mind. What does that mean? Yeah, like how how do you yeah how does one how does telekinesis work? I guess is like yeah. what we're trying to get. How do you out get here? into the nitty gritty details, nitpicky details, uh, the asterisks? asterisks of something that you there it really isn't based off of anything in reality super strength you're like oh well if there are bodybuilders we can sort of understand but controlling mm-hmm. things with your mind uh concentrate really hard i guess I'm yeah but like <laughs> you know what force is acting on that object and like what force is your mind producing to move that object and you know mm. what are lo- the limitations of that yeah um, can you only lift what you'd be able to lift if you were right next to it? Can you train to be able to lift more eventually? Can you mm-hmm. lift infinite amounts of weight mm-hmm. in a theoretically? It's, yeah, it's it's tough. And you mm-hmm. know, yeah. um, so you know, how does telekinesis really work? And and then we get into things like mind reading under oh, the whole reading. blanket statement of you know psychic abilities. God, you know, I've never actually wanted to be able to mind read just because I. Th- there are, there are thoughts that like there, everyone has invasive thoughts. That's and true. And if you just happen to read someone's mind while they're having one of those invasive thoughts, like I'd really, really like to kill the person sitting next to me right now, then you're like, oh, okay, that person's a very different person than what I expected. But they're really not. Yeah. Yeah. You, you have you have your thoughts and your emotions and your behaviors, and these are like the triangle of who you are. But you can only really control your behaviors. So like, mm-hmm. if I was mind reading, ooh, also another question: Would they come up in actual sentences? Because I'm not sure how many people think in actual sentences. I mean, I tend to, but, like, some people think in, like, a more ethereal way. Yeah. Um, I guess, like, would mind reading only be effective for, like, constructed thoughts that you have in your mind? Like, like not I, the subconscious, like... Like, declarative n- thoughts, like, you're, you're thinking this right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I, I would think that it only um, yeah. applies to that realm because, you know... I'm, I believe, I don't have any studies that I can cite, but I believe I've heard that, you know, when you, even when you're, like, you know, I almost said thinking out loud, um, like, like mm-hmm. talking to yourself in your head, like... Oh, yeah, you still have those... You, yeah, you still have, like... Those y- movements your, in your throat. Yeah, you, you still have throat movements as if you were going to say that, so mm-hmm. is that just, like, really targeted super hearing? Yeah, ooh... Ooh, so like, that would be interesting. And you know that opens up the door to another superpower of super hearing or super senses. Yeah. Um, but if we if we if we if we uh, stick on psychic abilities for yeah. a moment, then like yeah, yeah. if no. if it was actually just constructed thoughts, then like how much of a, just like a, a party trick would your would your <laughs> would your power turn into? Because I'm not mm-hmm. sure. Like, if you're trying to, like, go up against a supervillain, like how many henchmen are going to be thinking constructed thoughts? Like, I need yeah. to protect this person in this prison on this floor and this is what the map looks like in my head yeah like yeah if we're talking about simply constructed thoughts you know how would and if we go to outside of construct like yeah it wouldn't be very practical if it was just constructed thoughts is what i'm trying to say here Mm -hmm. in a very roundabout way but if we get into the realm of you know more than just constructed thoughts well you know how is your mind supposed to like he can like um understand what the other the abstract thoughts that the other person is thinking yeah and how are you that... supposed to comprehend those oh i mean you could because a lot of that how about how about you turn psychic ability into heightened empathy 
a type of empathy where you can sort of feel what the person is thinking right then and like even if you don't know what they're thinking you can you can feel what they're feeling sort of so kind of like the D D skill sense motive sure <laughs> all right um also not a big D and uh, i haven't played many sessions of D D in my life so <laughs> yeah um but nor bionicles <laughs> uh yeah they're a bit of a throwback um but i mean the sense motive skill basically means you roll a d20 and depending on your modifier you're able to basically guess at what the person is trying to do or thinking or oh, feeling sense motive okay yes so you know so that that would be neat i feel like that would be more helpful than reading constructive thoughts because like yeah. and could not not constructive constructed i'm, I'm sure plenty of constructed thoughts are not constructive Oh, um definitely yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um. and I, I mean i've had constructed thoughts where i wouldn't want someone reading my mind either uh not because like uh not because they're like oh they'd sense my hidden motive or anything but because i'm like in a bad place uh yeah and so yeah. like pl- plenty of times where i wouldn't pump, want people to read my mind even though i'm feeling like no ill will against them mm-hmm. uh they they'd still construe it so like i feel like that's why i've never wanted to be mind read because i i'd sort of mess up my images of everyone based on something that's really not in their control yeah definitely i think that's definitely a good way of thinking about it so so. like i feel like empathy would would be heightened empathy would be really cool actually though because like you you could you could get the constructed thoughts but you could also get where they're coming from yes um yeah i think that's a much more practical way of approaching Mm -hmm. um you know psychic abilities as far as mind reading goes yeah you could also probably see the images that they're imagining if they're imagining anything that would yeah i possibly possibly like you see into their imagination as well as their thoughts that'd be that'd be interesting that would be interesting it could also get to some really dark places real quick depending on the person god yes so (laughs) it'd be something that you'd have to tread tread lightly tread lightly indeed (laughs) that's Maybe pre- that should th- be the name of our podcast. <laughs> Tread lightly. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty much the theme of this episode. Yeah. You want yeah. superpowers? Tread lightly. <laughs> Basically. Maybe yeah. that should. Uh, maybe that will be what. What we, we call it. What we call it. Definitely. Look at that. Yeah. So. Um. And then we just briefly mentioned, you know, heightened senses. And, yeah, heightened senses. You know, the resolution of an eyeball, and you know, like, what does it mean to have super hearing? Does that mean like? Does that just mean you know you're your inner ear is extra sensitive, your eardrum's yeah. extra sensitive, because that means, you know... Oh, God, yeah. I a mean, lot of terrible things could happen like that. Um, ear infections. Ear infections. Calcium ooh. carbonate crystals becoming way more of a problem if, yeah. they, if they get into your inner ear and start causing mayhem. Definitely, and, you know... Vertigo would I, be horrible. Ooh, vertigo would be bad. Oh, my God. Um, Airplane trips. Oh, God, that's <laughs> terrible. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, um, so, you know, a, another, you know contemporary example i guess you could say is daredevil because you know he's blind but he fights mm. using his adva- his enhanced senses right. most particularly that of hearing you know mm-hmm. he uses his sense of smell and taste and hearing to kind of construct this imaginary world and you know i'm going off of the marvel tv or se- tv series daredevil because that's just mm-hmm. the most recent yeah um, i know what you mean yeah but and they describe it as kind of a world on fire this kind of fluid world that you know you can yeah. sort of imagine so you know and if we bring it back to sight as well you know we another contemporary example i guess you could say would be that of legolas in lord of the rings you know what do your elven eyes see oh what's right. what's the science behind that and he's an elf he's an science elf. ended yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i mean There's... yeah I mean, and there are there is science behind you know the resolution in which our eyes can see and all of that, 
but once again, I'm not very well versed. It would require additional research, mm-hmm. which which yeah. we did not do before <laughs> doing this podcast. <laughs> which we did not do, but uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess, I guess you know, if you go Daredevil, like he lost one sense, so his other senses were heightened. Like mm-hmm. that's one way to go about it. If you're really desperate and uh, yeah, without with minimal body enhancements, said your human body was not made for it. Like just pick your favorite sense that you really want and just kill all the other ones. Yeah, that's <laughs> as a podcast, we are not condoning the phys- the self harm yes, involved yes, no. in producing super senses please do not take daredevil as an example please do not you know take, take so your eyes shut or something to get super hearing yes um, please do not we do, we do we do not condone that sort of behavior no um you know so. if you do do it tell tell us how it went <laughs> yes if, if 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 and if you just start typing a random mess of numbers and letters you will assume that's what you did yes um i guess a we'll, we'll, we'll hear you loud and clear because we still have our hearing Yes, I guess you could get a braille keyboard, but you know we're getting into the semantics of semantics, <laughs> um, and that's a rabbit hole. That's like Inception level yeah. stuff here. So, um, so you know all those asterisks. You know what's the science behind super senses, and you know how simple something like you couldn't fly on planes anymore because your inner ear would just be so distraught. Yes, <laughs> the idea distraught of would it. be very precise language for that uh-huh. feeling. So, ooh, yeah, because if you've ever been on a plane when you have a head cold. <laughs> it feels like your face is going to explode. Yes. Like, I had a head cold and I was flying once, and it, it felt like the entire right side of my face was just going to burst, and it was not a pleasant feeling. Not fun. Yeah, I've been, granted, on, a, I've been on enough plane rides in my life. I've, I know what that feels like. Yeah, like, I'm granted, that's more of your sinuses than your inner ear, but still, it's not, yeah, it's it's, not it, a fun it, feeling. Yeah, it, it's all fluids. Yeah. So, uh, and you also... Uh, there are more senses than just your five senses. Oh, that, yeah. The, the common senses. Like, you also have, like, a sense of time, a sense of balance. Like, if you had heightened senses, would those be affected, too? Like, would you be the, the world's greatest tightrope walker? <laughs> Definitely. Which wouldn't be a bad superpower. If it had, d- depends on what you want your life to be. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. And, you know, you've got to think about, you know, how these superpowers work, but also the practicality of some of them. Like, how, how could you apply them in your day-to-day life or something like flight or teleportation when you get past all the X? Asterixes, you know, they could be pretty practical, but you know, depending the... on whether the police, the local police, is okay with you being able to fly, and if yeah. the military wants to recruit yeah, you, and all of that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, how once the, F- you, once how you, the you, FAA yeah. feels about you. Know, yeah. Once you, being you come able out of the, yeah. Once you come out of the superpower closet. Yeah. Uh, then what? What happens to you? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, heightened senses would be pretty practical, practically helpful. Uh, you think so? I think it would be actually rather impractical. Um. I, if I'm thinking like ex- the ex- the extended universe of senses, like the mm. sense of time, um, I guess that's true. That would be dead helpful. I mean, uh, I m- would imagine so, but you know, I'm also thinking about you know it would increased take a w- sight, increased well, even just like smell or hearing, it would be very easy to get very overwhelmed quickly. Oh yeah, I mean, I've never been a I've never been a fan of the sense of smell, just in general. I've I don't know, I, it's not it's not really a sense I value much. I guess I'm underappreciating yeah. it, but that's just my opinion. Um, I mean, then you have smell and taste being very closely linked. Ooh. And, you know, yeah, it's very hard to, like, if you've ever had a cold, which I imagine most people have, you know, your sense of taste almost goes out the window when you lose that sense of smell mm, because you're right. they're, they're very closely linked. Most things just taste kind of bland. Yeah, and if you don't believe us, just close your nose next time you're eating and yeah. see, see how it turns out. Yeah, um, <laughs> so... See what the chef thinks of it. Yeah, um... um so I think it would be very quickly you know you'd have to you know learn to control those super senses to not be overwhelmed on a daily basis Mm -hmm. because you know 
just the the enormity of the number of smells and sights and tastes that we experience yeah. sounds we experience on our day-to-day lives just would it be like a constant anxiety attack yeah like you're con- you've got all of this information coming in and you know our brain is used to dealing with a certain level and if you just rapidly increase that certain level body enhancement superpower and then you need to be tread lightly you need to be yeah. very careful yeah and if you just like certainly increase the sensitivity like if you've ever played a game with a mouse and you're you're used or a, oh, a right. gamepad and you're used to a certain sensitivity and then you up that sensitivity you you, you yeah you it, it becomes almost unplayable if you mm-hmm. go too high because you're just Nearly. flailing all over the place without you know and you have to really practice that you know that new level of sensitivity of course granted you know once you get used to it everything else would feel kind of sluggish true uh but you know being it would just take a lot of getting used to so tread lightly tread lightly and you know a lot of these things i feel like you could once you mastered them they could be very very um very very practical and very very helpful but yeah like if if you if you got used to the hidden senses after a while then like Kenya, that that would be pretty cool. That would be pre- very cool, but I know. wouldn't have to move up in the classroom anymore because the eyesight, the great eyesight I used to have when I was younger, is just sort of slowly going downhill in my teenage years. Yeah, can't imagine what like sixty is going to be like. <laughs> yeah, so you know, just being it would it would require a, an adjustment period of getting used to you know this new lifestyle. I would assume mm-hmm. so. Um, I feel like the superpowers everyone wants is just really closely. I mean, this might this is pretty obvious if you think about it for like a second but i feel like the superpowers that are most meaningful to people are um really the ones that are like would affect their life for the most for like instance heightened senses if i feel like a sense is going downhill like my eyes say then heightened senses is way more appealing to me jacob spends a lot of time in his car so teleportation is great for him i didn't really see the appeal in it before he started talking about it um so yeah, it's it's really just about like who you are. Sense of time. Mm-hmm. I'd always like to have more time. I'd always like to stay stay longer in the moments that I have mm-hmm. um, before it moves on to the next one. So that's that's really that for me. Yeah. Um, but I've never made I've never made the mistake of wanting to be able to remember everything like mm. a, a photographic memory. Because imagine yeah. how fast like your brain would fill up the the amount of neuronal connections it would have to make. And yeah, there's a reason why we don't remember everything, and mm-hmm. that's just to keep you know certain things you don't want to remember, and you know. Uh, mm-hmm. We're we're kind of running out of time here. We're going. This is gone for like forty five minutes, forty six yep. minutes now. So um, also, if wait, just one one brief note. If you're interested in the thought experiment of like uh, remembering everything, then there's a great short story you can just find it online called "The Truth of Fact, The Truth of Feeling," and it really brought me around from the I'd like to record everything about my life, I'd like to remember everything about my life, into the sort of like just let it go, like mm-hmm. live live easy, just enjoy the All moment. Right. Definitely. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, so you know we're kind of getting short on time here. So you know, mm-hmm. we 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 mentioned very early on. You know we started off with the ability to stop time, but we didn't even like we didn't even cover the ability to control time. Just oh, like go backward or forward in time, like or um, have time move ridiculously slowly in com- comparison to you. Yeah. But- yeah, but going backward, going forward in time, like, we didn't even cover just personal time travel, being, yeah, your, personal being, time being travel. your own TARDIS. Yeah, um, well, I mean, TARDIS can also move through space, so. Time and relative dimension. There we go. Okay, but, um, you know, that's, um, at least with slowing time, I, I think that would be functionally the same as being able to move really quickly because how time dilation works yeah exactly which is why i moved off of that i'm like wait we we did sort of discuss that yeah so slowing down time is just time dilation and you know 
you can if you want a good example of that just watch the quicksilver scenes in the x-men movies Mm -hmm. that's i think that's an excellent example of time dilation also great music also great music yeah Yeah. indeed um but then we get to the topic of you know time travel time travel (laughs) and that's a that's an entire bucket of worms yeah we're going we're running we're running short on time so how about we discuss time travel (laughs) yeah um yeah that's actually another topic that you know we were thinking we were were considering for another episode how you know time travel and parallel universes and that entire can of worms yep so fascinating can of worms it is a fascinating can of worms but i think we're gonna try and close this out on what do you say 50 minutes yeah yeah we're almost there so okay 50 minutes um so so but okay so uh I was just gonna yeah. make a few closing statements. Okay, yeah, I, d- yeah. I, d- I, d- I didn't want to tread too too much on the uh, mm-hmm. the time travel idea. So yeah, yeah. closing yeah. statements. Go. Yeah. So um, just first of all, a big thank you to anybody that made it this far into My God. the podcast. You are a trooper. You <laughs> are very much a trooper for listening to us just ramble. This um, is our first episode, so hopefully we'll get less rambly as time goes on. But yeah. we promised nothing. Yeah, we no promises. Um, perhaps because this is our you know our pilot episode as it were mm-hmm. you know this will be a little longer because we just kind of got talking and have lost track of time yep and heightened senses might have changed that <laughs> <laughs> if we want to be self-promoting uh, yeah. uh we could yeah and we also have other members of these mm-hmm. this sort of group we won't be the only podcasters so if you're sick yeah. of us already then don't worry other yeah. people will be yeah. here soon yeah definitely we, uh, we, so we'll, we'll sort of talk with them and mm-hmm. come yeah, up with got, a, other ideas yeah other co-hosts other ideas and you know just as a disclaimer it's not always going to be something like superpowers and might you know the topic is really dependent really on, fluid it's very fluid we have no theme <laughs> we have no theme no um it's really dependent on like what we want to talk about on a given week mm-hmm. um so yeah that's that's something that is very uh susceptible i guess to change yes that is um, very mer- mercurial Yes. Look, we're a vocab podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. yeah. So, um, unless something, unless there's something that we don't think we can cover in, you know, the uh, any given amount of time, we might make a part one and part two discussing the topic in more True. than one. But chances are that we'll leave a, you know, a topic for a singular episode if we yeah. think we can discuss it adequately. And you know, this might be a topic. The whole superpowers thing might be um, a topic that we come back to if there are more superpowers that we. Mm-hmm. No, find some or if some interesting asterisks. It's not just you know yeah. what the asterisks are, but if we think it's very interesting, yeah, something, whole... something that we feel and we need to share. Or yeah. if other um, other podcast group members feel like they have something to contribute that they yeah. would feel meaningful. Definitely, definitely. So, um, for now though, thank you once again for listening in. Mm-hmm. This has been TMI episode. Tread lightly. Sure. <laughs> Love it. Uh, and once again, we will discuss what TMI is in on a, on a future date. For now, you decide. Yeah. You decide. So <laughs> Completely custom. Thank you for listening, and we will see you on the next podcast. Nice. Signing out. This is Jacob and Cyrus signing off.